What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I hope you are ready for some biohacks today. We're going to get right into it, but first, I got to introduce my co-host. I'm KG, and I'm in the house and in your ear or on your radio or wherever you're listening to this. There it is. Radio, apparently. <laughs> A radio. I don't know how that Sound one Sound system, car, my bad. Uh, we'll take it. I yeah. Mean, Wherever you There's are, if you're in the gym. that somehow says they're listening on a radio. I don't even, I don't get it. Anyhow, <laughs> that's a start. Today we're going to be talking about biohacking and health hacking. Now, usually this gets grouped in with, you know, being super hippie, you know, being super weird. But the premise of health hacking in general um, is essentially to, you know, optimize your time to find things that will make small improvements to your health and well-being um, with small incremental little changes that will really add up, you know, where you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. But we want to go ahead and say that none of these things will, you know, make up for a bad training and diet regimen. But perhaps these are some things you could implement uh, if you already have great diet, great training, and you want, you know, little edges and you want a lot of bang with your buck. You want stuff that's really going to go a long way for a little bit of time. Yeah. And like people are always asking us, we want to even dive into more of these things. Um, but just like about how we get to where we are, like even with mindset and just like, we're pretty solid. And especially I know Josh is like amazing at this is just being like super productive and just like making every single second count. And like, even in the gym, always being recovered, you know, mindset wise is it, everything's huge. And these things we definitely find help, um, you know, us go through a, a, on a daily basis. Exactly. So we're going to jump right into it. First and foremost is Tabata and or HIIT training. So Tabata is a facet of HIIT training. Normally when you hear Tabata, you're going to be doing 20 seconds of max effort exercise, okay, with only 10 seconds of rest. So you're doubling your work to rest ratio in the sense that you're really hammering it hard, you know, really pushing yourself for 20 seconds, exerting the body, having a minimal time to recover, and then you're getting back at it. You do this for two to three minutes. Typically, it's done for two to four minutes, but I find four is a little bit of a push, especially at this ratio. And now here's the thing. I like to open up Tabata and change it to more of a hit thing. So perhaps if I'm having a client doing battle ropes, we have pretty heavy battle ropes. I believe they're about 40 pounds. So if you could do it for 20 seconds, you would be an absolute monster. I don't even know if I could do that. Like 10 hard seconds of the battle ropes, 10 to 15 seconds is more than enough at 100% effort. So I'll change these ratios. You know, maybe I'll do 10 exercise, 20 rest, 15 exercise, 15 rest, you know, three minutes, four minutes, two minutes. I'll play with it depending on what I'm doing. But what's beautiful with the bottom and hit is essentially you're getting your heart rate to such a high measure that your body thinks it's dying. It's like, what's going on? Like, am I fighting to survive? Pumps everything up, gets you all amped up. Then you have that short recovery where it comes down and then you shock it again, push it up super high. And what this does is this creates your body to, you know, really continue to try to cool itself down and be prepared. And therefore you're going to be burning more calories for like the next eight hours of your day. So this is amazing. And this is my number one way to get shredded. In fact, my personal number one way that I've gotten probably the most shredded in my life is from doing hit running. So what I would do is I do 20 minutes, um, not 20 minutes, 20 seconds of a sprint. And when I say sprint, about a treadmill sprint, so maybe 10, 11 miles per hour. So it's pretty fast. I don't like to go faster than that if treadmills let me because you kind of feel like you're going to fall off and die if you missed up. Hmm. And I don't want to be that guy like getting launched into a... Uh, 
all the people behind me looking like a doof. And that's probably something that would happen to me. So I'll hit that, you know, I'll sprint it out for that 20 seconds, take about 40 to recover. I'll do this about six times and you are just wiped after because you are really going at and getting it. Now, tons of benefit here. It'll help you shred down. You're going to burn a lot more calories. And in that like six minute span or the four minute span, whatever, you know, depending on how you want to allocate it, I can get the same I would from about 20 to 30 minutes of a slow list, low intensity, steady state walking, right? So if I have very limited time, this is the best way to burn a lot of calories, especially if you're limited to like doing a five or 10 minute workout. Now, the only negative is there are some studies saying that because this is so tough, you could actually lose a little bit more muscle. But I'd say it's an incremental difference. And unless you're a bodybuilder, you're somebody who wants to maintain all your muscularity, this is a great way to shred down quick. Yeah, a couple of my personal favorites are the ball slams. Like this is just a great finisher. Or even if you just need a bit of a boost, like in the morning, and you have access to this stuff, you know, you could do stuff like kettlebell swings. Um, but like you'd want to aim for those things where you can actually fully go 100% and be very safe. Like the issue with kettlebell swings is you could very easily injure yourself and it'd be harder to recover. But you know, battle ropes are a great example. Um, potentially the rowing machine, you could just pretty much go all out. Uh, and then like, yeah, ball slams, sled pushes, those are some great ways. And yeah, just try it out, even start your day with it and maybe do some burpees or something. You sled know. pushes. Oh yeah, I guess not really. <laughs> that might be tough. No, not sorry, not sled pushes. <laughs> I was thinking of the ways that I like finishing the workouts, but yeah, sled pushes would be a bit tough, but like battle ropes are my personal favorite. I love those ones. Yeah. And if I have a client that's coming in and I'm seeing them for 55 minutes for personal training, usually I'll start them. Like if someone's very overweight with a Tabata and I'll end them with a Tabata, this way you have this crazy pyramid of training. They come in, they get ramped up. We get into our weight training, they get ramped up again and you can burn a gross amount of calories with this. So if you have a lot of weight to lose quick or you want to shred quick, go for it. Just know it's a little hard on the body. Um, you know, it's a little bit tough, yeah. but it's really great, especially if you're comfortable and confident with your movements. Next up is one I am a massive fan of, and this is the elimination diet. So elimination diet is exactly as it sounds. Essentially, you're just going to remove something from your diet and see how it affects you. So myself being lactose for a while, um, and this is something common with a lot of people with lactose. For me, like it's not so much an issue of like gassiness or anything like that. It's more so like for a while, it felt like someone was stabbing me in my stomach or my back. And I always thought I had back pain. And I remember I'd be walking home from school like as a kid and it just hurt so much. And I'm like, what is wrong with my back? Like, you know, and that's not normal for a kid to have a bad back. It was super weird. Um, so I'm like, what the heck? And then eventually, you know, like it kind of, I did allergy tests and that and like, oh, you could be lactose and like, you know, I tried removing dairy for a few weeks and I'm like, wow, like this is a whole new world. Like no stomach pain, no needle pain, no nothing. And like another great example is we were doing, um, there's two things we were doing. We, were, we had a meal prep sponsor here in Toronto and they were sending us a lot of food. Now with that, I was getting a ton of broccoli, a ton of cauliflower. And um, I forget their exact term. It starts with a C, but they're whatever foods, um, carcinogen, I don't know, something like that. And essentially what they are is they're very tough on your stomach. So things like that, beans, um, cauliflower, like these types of things that are just a little bit tougher, um, you know, can cause some people a lot of pain and indigestion. So for me, like I was feeling horrible and I remember I was personal training people and it just felt like once again, someone was stabbing me with a needle in my stomach. Right. And I didn't want to even be training people. Like it hurt so bad. And I always had to sit. Like I remember I was taking out a chair and I'm like, what is wrong with me? And eventually, you know, I started playing around trying to remove this, remove that. And like, I really saw, you know, how things affected me, how it made me feel. And like, you don't have to see an allergist or anything to really know. Like if you remove 
pineapple from your diet and it's something you eat a lot and you feel way better, you know, in my opinion, if you feel better, that's going to transfer a long way. You're going to perform better. You're going to be more confident, right? So no matter what it is, you know, if you eat a lot of something, sometimes it's good to take it away, see how it affects you. Make, you know, if I took away my coffee, I'd probably feel a lot worse than I have done it and I have felt worse, um, you know, by removing all of it. But when I remove a little, I'm like, ah, oh, I feel better. I sleep better. And like always playing with this, there's always something I like to kind of take away or add in. And, you know, you can do the same with adding in new foods, add one food at a time. So it feels, especially if you're very routine, you're into macros, like this can go a long way. And like, if you're someone that has a lot of stomach pains, you know, rashes, diarrhea, constipation, you know, other abdominal symptoms, this is a great way to kind of get around those for free. Yeah. And like a lot of people I find that you kind of interact with, we, you know, that a lot of people have like gut issues or just like overall, like half of their week is spent with like an upset stomach or just not feeling well. And this is like literally the easiest way. And, um, I know some people who have actually gone to see like those food specialists and they just give you a little chart that says like, these are a bunch of things that could be causing inflammation or like not making you feel as good as you should. And then like try going back and forth between these things. And just like, I've had quite a few clients actually do it. Like I had one, uh, her name's Kathy. She just took out oatmeal cause she was having some issues and, and like, but it took her about three weeks of trying to take away egg whites, eggs, like little different things. And then finally she's like, okay, this makes me feel way better. And even for me, like even diet Coke was one of those things. There was like a bunch yeah. of things that, you know, like really there's no massive like downside to it, but it's just like, if you're not optimizing the way you feel and you're not like feeling a hundred percent, there's little things like even Josh and myself have talked about this before. I used to eat two shawarmas like right off the bat and feel so bloated. I wouldn't be able to be as like focus. I wouldn't be able to get as much work done, but now I'll eat half of my lunch at uh, 1130 and then half of it at like 230 and I'm able to perform better. And that's what all this is about is just biohacking to the point where you're optimizing um, your brain function. You're able to lose weight to the best of your ability and just be overall your healthiest self. Yeah. And if you're wondering where to start, um, I love that Kyle mentioned Diet Cokes as well, because for a while I felt horrible. Like, you know, carbonated beverages will really bloat you a lot in general. So even sparkling water, um, Diet Coke, you know, those diet drinks, whatever. Yes, yeah, I was drinks. I was doing a lot of those and I cut them out and I feel so good. You know, even gum, there's a while I was chewing a ton of gum and it started to bug me a bit. And having a hernia helped me with this a lot too, because I really learned like inflammatory foods in general would aggravate my hernia and it would blow it out and it made me feel uncomfortable. So I started removing things from my diet. I removed fattier meats and I saw how, and it's really cool when you learn how a food affects you. Um, you know, and a great place to start though is definitely with dairy. If you're having a lot of sensitivity to foods, start with dairy. That's most common. I think literally almost half of everyone has some sensitivity to dairy at some point in their lifetime. So it's pretty common, you know, if you don't, it's a blessing, count it, but it's worth removing and dairies and a lot of things you wouldn't think it's in. So try to be aware of that. Next up, you know, you can go ahead and try if you're having serious issues removing gluten. It's a very rare for someone to be gluten intolerant. I think a lot of people jump that have, you know, pains. They go, oh, I'm gluten intolerant, right, without actually removing it. And if you think you may be gluten intolerant, try removing it for two weeks. See how you feel. Reintroduce it, you know, and like play with it. Actually, before, you know, just go making these crazy assumptions, try things. And like just because something bothers you doesn't mean it's a bad food or it's bad for you. It just means, you know, perhaps your body doesn't take to it as well or it doesn't have you feeling great. And like, I know some people like there's some guy on YouTube and I'm not saying it's a healthy diet, but I think all he eats in life is hot dogs. 
And he's like, I feel amazing. I love hot dogs. They're my favorite thing on earth. Wow. And he's somehow kicking and functioning. If he feels good, I mean, power to him. Obviously, you want to eat a healthy, well-balanced diet, getting in a ton of different sources of foods. But I think it's really good, especially if you do have a lot of sensitivity as someone like myself who has and, you know, is eating a lot of foods, really learning what makes me feel good and powerful because like Kyle said, if you feel weak and lethargic, you know, it's just going to carry on and have a negative ripple effect. Anyways, don't want to spend on that too long, but definitely one we're passionate about. What's next? We got some full body workouts, you know, uh, give this a try. It doesn't have to be two hours long. Just basically take each muscle group, maybe one to two exercises, two to three sets and, uh, and give it a shot. I mean, there's honestly no better and more empowering feeling than feeling like you've just basically worked the entire body, your abs, your biceps, your legs, like all of that good stuff. There's so many different benefits. Um, and you know, we don't have to spend a million years on this one. Just give it a shot. And we do believe that it's in, uh, our, our list of seven things for uh, for our biohacks. Yeah, especially if you're a busy professional and you actually have very limited time, you don't want to be in the gym four to six times a week. It's a great way to do two or three workouts, get a lot of bang for your buck, really make that time impactful and you know really condense your time there. And now I'm not saying they're superior to any other split, but if you're limited, go for it. Next up is the sauna. We're not going to dive into the, the science of this too, too much um, because you know science is split, but at the end of the day, like, you know, although this, we do want this to be very embedded in science. I think if something makes you feel good and it's not hurting you in any way, why not do it? Like at the end of the day, like, you know, something like heroin or something is going to make you feel good, but it's horrible for you. It's going to ruin your health, ruin your life, all these things. So you definitely want to stay away from that. But if I hop in the sauna for 10, 15 minutes and feels good to sweat out that week, you know, to get in the shower after, feel fresh and clean, you know, to get that feeling of being hot. Like to me, I just love it. And there are actually a ton of studies, you know, Harvard on their website here in a study they have, they noticed it can improve vascular function. Um, it can help, you know, with people that have ECG problems. It can help people reducing blood pressures. And there was another science uh, study saying it could decrease your chances of Alzheimer's for 20 to 34%, which is pretty major, especially someone who's uh, had a lot of death in their family from something like that. You know, any edge is great. And, you know, if you look at countries like Finland, where most people have a sauna in their home, you know, and you look at how long they're living now, could this be the main correlation? No, it could be a million things. But you know clearly they seem to be a great impact of health so for me i like to incorporate them incorporate them by doing 10 to 15 minutes three or three plus times a week if i can get in more i love it but i think it's a great time to relax and one of my favorite benefits of it even past just you know health benefits is that i can't really bring my phone in there i can't you know a lot of times i'm in there by myself i'm just alone with my thoughts i'm so far removed from you know everything busy going on in my life it's just my true time to myself where you know, I'm not going to be bugged. There's not people calling, texting, you know, demanding me. It's just really nice time for me to just breathe it out. Yeah. And I'm like a firm believer in just like focusing on breathing. So usually when I get into the sauna, um, I find that's a great time to unplug five to 10 minutes. And like similar to what Josh said, you just leave feeling so much better. And I do believe there are massive benefits to doing it a couple times a week. And even if it's just a mental benefit and you feel like you can be more productive after and you feel like you've accomplished something and uh, you just feel relaxed, like I feel like there's huge benefits. So I usually will breathe. That'll be my time. Like yesterday, I spent only five minutes in the sauna, but I had, I did have my phone um, because I used a meditation app and uh, I had it on airplane mode, but I did use that app and I just felt so much better afterwards. And I know we were talking about eucalyptus right was that the one that you mentioned yeah we're just i mean we're essential oils are yeah. you know they're i think people overstate their benefits saying so like when it smells nice and it's clearing up your airways and it just goes a long way there's a million proposed benefits 
Now, you know, it's being researched and whatnot, but to me, like splashing some eucalyptus on the wall in the sauna is great or having a diffuser going. I'm a big fan of, I know you use it in your car and stuff too. And, you know, any little edge you can help, you know, clearing up the nose, help sinuses, al um, allergies, you know, apparently can help with headaches. It's being shown like it's an antiseptic, you know, there's tons of benefits. It's relatively cheap and it goes a long way yeah and like this is something that honestly just even could make you happy just like breathing you know the last episode with ben uh ben uh yeah ben mcdonald um you know we talk about the importance of nasal breathing and like this is the Phil fit healthy and happy podcast if it makes you happy then then do it you know with uh obviously not heroin like josh said but um the next one here is uh superfood so this has been heavily researched you know um the definition of a superfood is a food that's nutrient rich that's considered to be especially beneficial for health and well-being. So a couple of the uh, top ones that I have, I have like literally 10 studies open right here. Um, I'll, I'll name them off. Kiwis, blueberries, garlic, leafy greens, and chia seeds. Um, so, you know, you can take a look at uh, the research if you want. Um, NCBI uh, basically is a PubMed um, resource that publishes all these studies that have like a number of different things. Um, you know, I'll read off a couple of the titles saying inorganic nitrate and beet, um, beetroot juice supplementation reduces blood pressure in adults. So I guess beetroot is another one as well. Um, the basically uh, green leafy vegetables um, will improve the nitric oxide pathway. Like these are the types of things, right? Kiwi is the biggest one where um, supposedly it helps with um, just providing nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin K, vitamin E, folate, potassium. You know, they have a number of antioxidants and are a great source of fiber. So those are the ones that like I've kind of come across. I don't really integrate all of them um, currently, but I do believe that these are things that I'm going to start adding in, especially after doing this current research. Yeah. Now to continue to, before we finish up with our uh, last two here, just know once again, I really want to stress the point just cause you're hitting a sauna after your workout and you're getting eucalyptus and you're eating superfoods. That doesn't matter if you're training your nutrition, your lifestyle is your not sleep. in check. <laughs> if your sleep sucks, too. these are extra things, right? Like these are normally, that's why we're not a huge fan of always. Cause I think people will use these as crutches They'll be like, yeah, I had a great workout today. And it's like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I did some bench. I did some dumbbell press, hit the sauna for 20 minutes, hit a shower. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. you know, you spent more time in the sauna than you did in the gym. Like, you know, at the end of the day, these are just little things. And to me, you know, they're great little bonuses that you can add in or you can get a lot of bang for your buck, you know, about optimizing that time, getting everything in. But that's why it all comes down to that, you know, that pillar. Like we always say, that stool, right? You should get a shirt of just a stool and that'll yeah. be our first shirt. But, you know, without three legs of the stool, it's not going to sit up. If you remove your nutrition, you're training your lifestyle, you're going to fall on your butt. You know, you're not going to be successful and you're not going to advance. And that's why it's so important. You really look at things in the macro. So you're looking at the big picture, not just the micro, you're not doubling down on, oh, intermittent fasting is the thing I need or I need to do no carb. Like people get so caught up in these micro little things when the big picture is 100% yeah. what matters for weight loss. And if you're someone who struggles getting caught up in the micro things, we definitely and recommend you, you check out online coaching. No, what was the, um, there was a term we used for that. I forget what it was. Minutia oh, yeah. Mary, yeah. Minutia Mary, Minusha that's Mary. the one. One of my clients brought that up the other day. I forgot that episode. That was a good one. You need to listen to that. Uh, we'll put it in the bio. Um, but yeah, like Josh was saying, if we, if you're only getting 50 grams of protein, but then you start adding in kiwis, blueberries, garlic, like, eh, I would definitely recommend focusing on the bigger picture. Something we also love is smoothies. Um, Josh, 
had me, you know, just start drinking them in Miami. That was probably about a year ago. And to this day, probably out of 365 days, I've had them for breakfast, probably 320. Like I just love them so much. And the thing is you can add so many of these superfoods in as well. You can add blueberries, you can add the kiwis, you can add hemp hearts, chia seeds. You can also add a scoop of protein, which I do like peanut butter. You can make it your own, whether you want to gain weight, lose weight. There's so many different benefits and it goes down easily and uh, just tastes really good in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So at the end of the day, if you need help with the big picture, you want to take it to the next level, you want to go from good to great, definitely uh, check out online coaching. We've actually decided to extend our winter special, which is really exciting. Uh, We've had such amazing results and so many great new clients sign up and people that are ready to change their life. And, you know, everyone knows summer bodies are made in the winter. So if you have some big ambitious goals, like now is the time to start. If you really want to get some amazing results and really take it up to the next level, um, you know, that's going to be your best bet. So head over to colossusfitness.com slash online coaching. If you want more motivation about how to stay on top of your macro and everything, definitely check us out on Instagram at Colossus Fit. But we'll get right back to the episode now here. And yeah, it's funny that Kyle mentioned smoothies. Like it's something I've been using more. And now that I'm bulking, my calories are closer to 4,000. Um, and I don't, to me, once again, going back to the feeling, if I eat like a pizza or too much, like I honestly feel pretty bad truthfully like i don't feel great like you know i like 80 20 and there's some foods i'll do it with but to me like if i can just a smoothie i can get a thousand calories so quick like one thing i've really come to love is like whole milk ironically you know we like what you're lactose but you can get lactose free now you get lactose free cheese milk there's so many amazing alternatives out there and you know the lactose free whole milk i get it's called fair life milk is really good because it's um pretty high in protein relative to um you know other milks so their um, macros just for one cup of whole milk is like pretty perfect to my ma- like my actual macros. So it's 150 calories, right? Eight fat, six carbs, 13 protein. So like that has been huge for me. Like it's just such an easy source of fat for me. It's a great source of protein, you know, and then I buy whole milk. I buy skim milk and I buy 2% milk so I can kind of mess with my macros and my smoothies with that. Throw some egg whites in there, some protein. I'll throw a bunch of spinach in, some strawberries. Um, what else do I like? Greek yogurt, um, Kyle likes hemp hearts. Like you can just do this amazing thing where you get a ton of healthy food in, eat it quick, not have to spend hours and hours eating if you're a busy hustling professional. So yeah, that's and a huge it's one. one of the first things you do in the day, right? Like you're what, what you have, uh, to eat. And if you can just set yourself up for success and, you know, have a nice, healthy, solid breakfast, then usually the rest of the day will follow suit. So yeah, we love them and highly recommend trying it out. Yep. Next up, this is a simple one, so we won't beat it too long. And this one's so underrated. You're going to say this and shake your head, but listen, bear with me. This is the one thing, and this is one thing I need to be doing more. It's a little demotivating in the winter, but this is huge. And I'll add on to this too, because I think Kyle does a version of this I think is even better. So walking, you know, actually going outside and walking, and I'm going to put a star too. You're not bringing your phone. You're not texting friends. You're not doing this or that, try walking with no music, no audiobook, nothing, just yourself and put yourself on a route, you know, leave your phone at home for 30 minutes and you will be amazed. Like, you know, it's very scary, especially now, like with phones and everything you always want to be busy, but to spend like 30 minutes in your own head is scary for a lot of people. But when I do this, it's amazing. Like the thoughts that come to my mind, like for growing my business, growing myself, you know, like realizations, understandings, like just spending time, even walking around, looking at what people are doing, you know, smelling the smells, hearing the sounds, like it's a really powerful thing. And like the thing you can go even past this is one thing I've always respected Kyle for doing a lot is like just walking out and like going to the water, the blood, 
bluffs or something, whatever you have access to. But like even water is very calming, like natural presence for humans. It sounds really kind of hippie and whatever, but it's true. Like spending some time to just think, stare at the water, you know, appreciate your mortality, the beauty of the earth, everything. Once again, more hippie than I'm used to, but yeah. it goes such a long way. Like we've always joked that like Kyle would be the happiest man if he was like surrounded by water, yeah. but like it, it really is powerful. So even like walking out to a beautiful site, I have one client, Shannon, who I respect a lot because every Marco Polo update she does, she goes and she walks down to the water and it's such rough rapids, but it's beautiful. And it's this beach. I'm not even sure where she lives, but it looks like the coolest place on earth. And I'm like, wow, thanks for sharing that. And like, you know, when I'm doing hours and hours of checking, something like that is very relaxing to me. And it goes such a long way. And a lot of philosophers over the day, over the years have said like, you know, walking, being in your mind is one of the greatest, you know, um, not inhibitor. It's one of the greatest creators of thought, you know, getting deep, powerful thoughts coming from that. So give that a try. I'm sure you want to add on. Yeah, it's just like so relaxing. And I do truly believe, especially if you're starting out your fitness journey, if you don't want to work out like six times a week, which you definitely don't have to, like I'm a, I'm a big fan, like Josh was saying Tabata, but I'm also a huge fan of just like low intensity, steady state. So, you know, obviously in Canada, it's a little cold right now, but truthfully, if you do dress warm and you even like just drive to a random spot or you just have like a good area and you just go for like a 20, 30, 40 minute walk. You know, obviously like Josh said, it's a lot easier without like um, just constantly need to listen to something or like texting people. But I do believe it's such an amazing way to just burn some extra calories as well. Right. So like you could do a couple walks a week. Um, I'm a huge fan. I'll usually do 12 to 20,000 steps on average every single day. And I just feel amazing. And uh, I just think it's so underrated, especially if you're like, um, actually really overweight and you just like can't do as many things and your body can't recover that much like you really do need to get out even for just one walk a day whether it's five or ten minutes walk around your neighborhood and you guys will see many benefits physical and mental as well all right what's the last we got some cold showers um something i'm kind of experimenting with um so i'll give my thoughts josh can add his as well so this kind of came across when i came across a post you can search on google called feel good 14 it's by this crazy guy, uh, Iceman Hoff, and uh, Tom Bilyeu. They just kind of like collabed and did a little thing. So it's like a 14-day challenge, a little commitment. So cold shower, first five days, you do 30 seconds. Day six to 10, you do 45 seconds. And then days 11 to 14, one minute. And they also want you to do meditation 10 minutes a day, work out 30 minutes per day, and then cut out all sugar. Anyway, so I kind of took out the cold shower thing and I started experimenting with it. And, you know, there's a lot of benefits here. Like I'll read off from Google. Basically, they say um, it wakes up um, and improves your circulation. The cold and warm stimuli constrict and dilate, di dilate um, your blood vessels, which strengthens your immune system. And it says it basically reduces sore muscles and supports recovery after sports. And, you know, I've been doing it for probably about three weeks now. Today, I did a minute and like there's nothing more I wanted to like not do was that whole minute within the cold shower. And I just feel honestly amazing. And the other day spent a lot of time taking the sauna and moving back and forth with the cold shower. So I did 10 minute sauna, 30 second cold shower, 10 minutes on. And then I repeated it three times and honestly felt like such a recovered like person and it just felt amazing. So I think there's massive benefits, but you know, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but I think everyone should give it a try at least. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to try anything, especially anything on this list, you know. I know some people hate saunas. I hated them for a while. And, you know, it's just at the end of the day, you want to do stuff that leaves you feeling good. And, you know, especially and when you're doing things on top, right? Like 
if you hate walking power too, you know, maybe like riding a bike or there's a million cool things, but we just want to share with you some of them that are actually backed in science that are fun and have some merit that you can go ahead and try and add on. And we know everyone listening to this is a overachiever just like us. And, you know, you want to hustle, take it to the next level. So perhaps this, you know, bronze your scopes to some new opportunities you can kind of do uh, to turn it up. Yeah. Honestly, like Josh was saying, if you're looking to get to the next level on your fitness journey, the macro is so huge. Like that's like the, you know, the, the 20% of the stuff you do will get you 80% of the results. And those are like the big things. Those are like the macro tracking. Those are like the consistency hacks and like having a coach and just like getting your workouts in and just, you know, being in a deficit or surplus or whatever it is. And if you just need help, like getting those habits established, like figuring out what you should actually be doing, we'll help you out. Even if it's for a month or two, we'll take care of you. So online coaching, um, on colossusfitness.com, you know, hit that tab, send us a detailed message and we'll take care of you. I promise you we'll take care of you. All right. We'll see you over there. We look forward to helping uh, some of you that are motivated and actually ready to turn it up. Get in the best shape of your life. Um, you know, once again, colossusfitness.com slash online coaching, uh, have a good one, everyone. Oh, also before we end, to those of you that haven't left a review, we're running out of time. So we're counting on you. If you're listening to this, yes, you matter. Your review, if literally like 10% of people listening to this episode alone left a review, we would have like hundreds of new reviews, right? Yeah, like that's all on, it takes. Even 1%. 1% will get us to our goal. So if you want to be the 1 in 100 amazing So person, what are we at? Just so they know like how close like... Yeah. Well, at this point, it's hard to say because this is the future. But as of okay. February 12th, uh, we're, we're not that worth, I think we're like 75 or something, yeah. 78, maybe 80. So we need about 20 more. So if you could just go ahead and leave a review, go to the iTunes podcasting app. Even if you listen on Spotify, if you just go to the podcasting app on iTunes, I think it comes with your phone. Uh, you can just go ahead, you know, leave the stars and then you can click write a review. When you search fit, healthy, happy podcast it means the world because it really helps our podcast get more seen and encourages us to make more better episodes to get a ton of fun guests on and, you know, just to keep it growing and taking it to the next level. So if you could do that one thing for us this year and make our lives, it'd go such a long way. Yeah, 79 reviews, 81 ratings. So we really look forward to smashing this goal of a hundred. You know, I hate not hitting goals. So please help me keep my sanity yeah. and yeah. Peace. Love you all.